0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Justin Polk's Eyes from the 90s Podcast. I am and always will be your host, Justin Polk. Man, listen. (laughs) Warriors, Warriors, come out and play. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I, did that just now. I don't feel too good about it either. (laughs) But the Golden State Warriors, the most likable squad in the NBA, just won the NBA Finals. Much, much, much respect to them. They deserved it. They're the better team. And let's kill all these excuses for LeBron James. Now, if you listen to my podcast before, I said LeBron James is the second greatest player of all time. I do not waver on that statement, I stand by that. He's the second greatest player of all time. His ability, the the, the talent he has, everything he can do on the court makes him the second greatest player of all time. His resume does hurt his legacy a little bit. but. He's not had the same thing Jordan had, and why would he? He's not Jordan. He's a different person. He he has different experiences. That's what it is. Oh, well. You've only only experienced what you experienced, man. You cannot compare him to Jordan based on what Jordan had. You're going to compare him to Jordan on what they did and how they played. Right? 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 Jordan went 6-0 in the finals. LeBron went 2-4. If you compare resumes, LeBron gonna lose every time. But I also think Jordan was a better player offensively, definitely. Outside of LeBron's passing ability, he can't do it, Jordan, did on the court. Jordan could literally take over the game at any moment with his scoring ability. See, so this in, in this way, in this way. LeBron's passing hurts him in this sense. He's on a team like this one. He can't take over a game. He takes over a game with his passing. And these Mars couldn't score. Oh, well, LeBron. Oh, well, LeBron. You went back to Cleveland, bro. You went back to Cleveland. You couldn't win against the Spurs in Miami the second time around. You had a nice squad there. It was decent players. Bosh could score. Wade was hobbled. But he, you know what I'm saying, better than what you got right now, right? Right? Don't make no excuses for LeBron, man. That's all I'm saying. Don't make no excuses for him. He got to the finals. If you got to the finals, that means you can play. You sh- you should be a contender to win the finals. Are you in the finals? That's period. No excuses in the finals? Oh, Kyrie, Ir- Kyrie Irving got hurt. Kyrie Irving got hurt in the second round. I don't think he even played in the third round. They went they went 4-0 out Kyrie Irving in the playoffs until they lost to the Warriors. You feel me? <laughs> like, like, come on, man. Y'all out here, like, I'm a LeBron fan in the sense that he's great and I appreciate his greatness. But... I'm also a Bulls fan and will never root for LeBron because he always kills my Bulls. But that's beyond the point. (laughs) That's beyond the point. I saw him play with us all throughout that playoffs. He did a great job, you know. I can't say, like um, Dan Patrick was on the radio saying um, that Michael Jordan couldn't win with his squad. How can you say that? How can you say LeBron will win with the with the 96 Bulls and they won 72 and 10. You can't say it because it didn't happen. I don't speak in hypotheticals. I don't do it. That's hyperbole. That's that Skip Bayless BS. I don't do that stuff. I don't do it. You only, you only go by what you see. I see LeBron's a great player. I see Michael Jordan is a great player. I see Kobe's a great player. I see Magic's a great player. I see Bird's a great player. They're all great in different ways. They are Kobe's is a, is a better jump shooter than Mike. Mike has the best post moves out of all of them dudes. Bird probably has the best is probably the best shooter out of all of them dudes. Magic is the best passer. LeBron is probably the, is probably is, is the best rebounder out of You know like it's different things they all play with. They all play with different abilities. So c- comparing them based on what what their team is, who's on their team. So is Jordan's fault that he had Pippen? Is Magic's fault that he had Kareem and Worthy and Pat Riley? Is 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 Bird's fault that he had Michael and Parish? Come on, man! Come on, man! Come on! Y'all reaching? You're reaching. LeBron lost, so be it, people lose, (laughs) people lose, it's okay, Jordan don't lose, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's the Bulls fan in me, I take that last comment back, but you know, it was a great series, man, it was a great series, the Cavaliers won their two first finals games, you know, hold your head on that, next year you'll be back with LeBron, Kyrie, and maybe Kevin Love also. Maybe you can keep Tristan Thomas, Tr- Tristan Thompson. You know, maybe you can go to somebody like Jamal Crawford and better your team. You know what I'm saying? Be better, cause you might see these Warriors again, and the Warriors not going nowhere. I'm looking at that squad right now. I mean, like, this team right here could be—they can be what the Detroit Pistons in 2004 almost were. See, these, but this team has this team has star power. The Pistons in 04 lacked star power, so they couldn't go back and back and back for championships. They went to the finals again and lost to the Spurs, right? But that was much to do because the East was weak. The East they held rain much longer than they should have, man. Let's be honest. Them Pistons held rain much longer than they should have. Much longer. Then they lasted like at the top of the East of like 07 till, like, till the big three came from Boston. They lasted a good three, four years. And that team should not have lasted that long on top of the East. But these Warriors, these Warriors are legit. I look at Steph Curry. I look at Klay Thompson. I look at Draymond Green, Harrison Bars, Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, Festus and Zilli. You know, this team can, that's a hell of a core. That's the core of the team. I, I, I can see them lasting a long time. I don't see them fading like Dallas did after their twenty ten championship. I don't see them f- fading that fast. But now I'm gonna talk about the real thing. I want to talk about about this finals. Steph Curry was straight up robbed. How was how was he not the finals MVP? People were here talking about LeBron should have been. How was LeBron gonna be the finals MVP if he lost? This ain't the NFL, man. In the NFL. Right, I think Jerry West won on the losing team, right? Jay Rice, sorry, i said Jerry Jay West. Jay Rice won on the losing team, in the finals of the future, right? The difference is Jerry Rice can't control the game. He can't he, can, he can't he play defense and offense. He can't he can't be the quarterback. He plays his role, he does his role the best, right? LeBron James is on the court the entire game. He can change how the game goes. Yeah, he averaged thirty-five, what nine and eight, or something some crazy like that. <clears throat> but they lost. You know what I'm saying <laughs> this is it's a different. You cannot compare the NFL to the NBA, man. It's such a it's such a different construct entirely that you cannot compare what goes on there, what goes on in the NBA. You can't do it. You just can't do it, or you sound foolish. Like why? why should LeBron be the Finals MVP. Because he played well? That's the reason? Like, for real? Adam Iverson played great (laughs) against the Lakers. He didn't win finals MVP. Why not? Hmm? Why not? I don't get it. Like, it's stupid. The argument is stupid. Ray for Austin played great against the Lakers when he was on a magic. He went finals. League. Like, why? Why are we entertaining the idea of that? Steph Curry, Equidala came in. Iquadler came in as a starter in game four, right? Right? Came in and started game four and changed look he changed the entire the entire playing field. And pushed all the events in the Warriors' direction, right? That's how it seems. But let's think about this: he basically got the final MVP because he's guarded LeBron. LeBron averaged thirty-five, nine and eight, or something crazy like that. LeBron never his play never dimmered. He never, he never he never stopped. He never slowed down. He might have tired LeBron out a little bit, but LeBron was still hooping like crazy. Like, come on! <laughs> he had thirty six last night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, I think he played great. What changed, would change the entire thing. would changed everything for the Warriors. Steph Curry started playing well again. He started playing. Like, he started playing like MVP in Game Four. The people act like Iggy is the reason Steph Curry started playing great. Why is that the reason? Iggy played 36 minutes in game three. He became a starter and played 39 minutes in game four. Three minutes makes him the MVP? Come on, y'all. Come on. If Steph ain't the Finals MVP, y'all tripping. This is what I'm talking about, man. Like The, the media changes everything, right? Because they spent a whole week talking about how LeBron should be the Finals MVP. And then they, when Iggy came in... Oh, Iggy play great. Maybe he should. Should he be the Finals MVP? And then that just, it, it just snow, snowballs off of one stupid question. Should Iggy be the MVP? And then every ESPN show talks about it for, for the whole hour or so. Then every Fox Sports 1 show. Then every NBC Sports show. Then it's running in the papers. And it's all over the web. Like, why? Why do these dumb little stupid topics I just said dumb little stupid topics. You know, why why do these topics snowball be such a big thing that these things actually start to happen? There is no way Andre Iguodala should be the Bill Russell Finals MVP. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what did I just witness? I couldn't believe my eyes. Like, shout out to Iggy. He played great. 24 points, 23 points. He had, like, Two great games. Two great games. Steph Curry showed why he's the regular season MVP in those last three games. He showed you why. He put on a performance. You couldn't stop him. All that talk about deliver Dover stopping Steph Curry was silenced. Was silenced. How are y'all still talking about Iggy when you what happened to, what happened, what happened to Della Vadova? You know what I'm saying? See, the media loves this like underdog, tough character person, right? So once Dudley stopped being great, oh, let's focus on Iggy. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Y'all tripping. <laughs> That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Y'all stripped this man of an award that he deserved. He deserved it. It's crazy. But the real MVP of the finals was definitely Steve Kerr. I went into the into the NBA playoffs thinking, man, I feel bad for Mark Jackson. After last night, good job, Golden State, for firing Mark Jackson. Because Mark Jackson is going to mess around and be the coach of the Cavs next year. Yeah, he'll be okay. But Steve Kerr changed this Warriors team for the better. For the better. Yes, by picking up assistant coaches like Ron Adams and Alvin Gentry to help to make him the number one offense and defense in the league, definitely helped him. But those changes he made in the finals were spectacular. Yes, including Iguodala becoming a starter, uh, including bitching um, Andrew, uh, um, Andrew Bogut. He didn't play a second, a second of the last two finals games. He did not play a second, no tick. No playing time for um, Andrew Bowie. Festus Azili stepped up. He got more playing time. Um, he, they, they, come, on. come on. Steve Curry did a phenomenal job in the playoffs. What really changed the entire momentum for the Warriors is they. The, the Cavs got out, out coached. When you have a. Lim- David black, pulled a Tom Thibodeau, yes, yes, I love Tom Thibodeau, he's a great coach, but in the playoffs, he never made adjustments. Black made no adjustments last night, and he does not have the Tom Thibodeau resume to not make adjustments, he doesn't have that resume, especially when two of your best players go down, you're going to run a seven-man rotation in the finals when these monsters are playing with like 11 dudes, bro, especially when monsters ain't scoring, like, I just said mods. That's slang. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I'm tripping. But especially like mine Shepard, and J.R. Smith are struggling. They're struggling. They're struggling. You got Sean Marion right there, dude. Why aren't you playing? Why not? Like, what's he going to hurt? Like, I understand, yeah, Sean Marion's old. He can't guard nobody no more. But he can probably hit a couple threes. He can probably hit a couple jump shots. You know, make, make a few effort plays that can give some momentum your way you got to at least try it out. You can't just sit here and just stick to the same script when you are literally dying. (laughs) Like, not literally dying, figuratively dying. that the Warriors are killing you right now because you can't score 100 points. You can't. LeBron out here dropping 40 and and 30 and, and dropping 10 assists, 10 rebounds, everywhere he goes. You know what? I commend LeBron. Because I don't know how in the hell he, he got 10 assists almost every night. Who was he passing it to? Who? How is he passing the ball to people that can't score? Like, like man. like I, I don't want to give him an excuse saying, oh, he didn't have enough pieces. But, I mean, he didn't have enough pieces. But, like... <laughs> I'm back-checking my word, kind of, but like, there, there was nothing they could do. The Cavaliers lost the series because they just couldn't do anything else. And the Warriors were a superior team and played like a superior team. I knew the series was over after game one and two. Because Steph Curry was not playing well, and those games were close. They were close, especially the first game was overtime. And the Warriors pulled through. I knew it was over, it was over, they had no shot, I mean they had a shot because they were in the finals, but no one stepped up to the plate, J.R. Smith was just, I don't know what he was doing, I don't know what he was thinking about, Mozgov kept doing this dumb thing, he gets a rebound and goes down to his knees and tries to come back up, like just go back up, you're a big man, go back up. Tristan Thompson was their second best player. You know what I'm saying? So, big hat. You know what I'm saying big, big, big round of applause for the Warriors. No excuses for the Cavs. I'm not giving them no excuses. Even though they didn't, they didn't have as many weapons as the Warriors, they got there. They got there. Take your loss like a man and move, move on, man. Move on. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. So, yeah, man. I'm not going to do the whole podcast about the Warriors and, Le- and-, and-, and LeBron James. I'm going to do the whole podcast about that. All right? Some news broke in my life recently. The last couple weeks. That is worth discussing with my friends, my listeners. You know what I'm saying? And that's this show called Power on Stars, right? So, last year... I watched the first episode of the series of Power. Hated it. Thought it was a stupid show with a stupid concept. It was about glamorizing the street life. I hate the idea of glamorizing street life to the extent especially the first episode appeared as the show was going to go to. Alright, so the first episode, you see James St. Patrick. He's a a club owner on a, on a grand opening night of his club, you know, he's mingling with the crowd, greeting the guests, whatever. His security guard comes behind him and taps and says, Hey boss, I need you downstairs for other business. Goes downstairs, his, his workers got some, some um, girl tied up, got the man on the floor beat up. I guess the man robbed and killed one of um, his workers. Evidently, you know, he's moving drugs. <laughs> so so he tries to, uh, tries to interrogate the man who's been beaten up. Like, hey, so who you stood it for? Who sent you? Whatever, you know. Got it, refused to answer. Killed him, let the girl go. The girl was blindfolded, so she didn't see anything, supposedly. And after he killed him, put the suit back on, went upstairs, continued on with his life and nothing happened. I was like, yep, not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. Not going to watch the show. So in between that day when I watched the episode and last week when I started watching the show again, there was a show that came on on Fox called Empire. And with Empire, I never really overanalyzed Empire because the concept of Empire was much more watered down, and it is a much more watered down show. It's about a family, a family music business, you know. Mom's got a jail, you know dysfunctional family, whatever. There's some stupid moments. There's some moments I don't like. I hate the stereotypes in, of the show. You know, the, the loud, angry black mom. The thug for a dad. The wannabe thug son. The gay, the, the gay black son. The um the, the son who married the white lady. Like, all those things I hate. I hate the fact that the father's the homophobic. I hate the fact that the father hates the son who's married the white girl because she's white. Like, all that is just stuff that's... As, as stereotyped in black culture, that's not always true, and people run with it, and I hate it. But the show is it's a show; it's entertaining as all get out. So I didn't overanalyze it. I overanalyzed power, though. I did overanalyze power, and me getting through Empire helped me realize I, over, I overanalyzed power a little bit. So I watched it again, especially since Mad Men was off. Game of Thrones is, Game of Thrones is ending soon, since it has ended. And I had nothing to watch, and season two of Power was about to start, so was about to start, Has had started already. So I breezed through the first season, I watched it fast, it was amazing, I loved the first season, I watched it like in two days, I watched the whole first season, eight episodes in uh, two days, loved it. loved it, loved it, just a great storyline, and yeah, it's some stupid parts, but that's all TV shows that's not the wire, so, <laughs> so I, just, I, I just had to get over that. Even Game of Thrones now. I'm gonna talk about that later, but it has some stupid things going on in it. So I enjoy Power. Um, I enjoyed the the first season a lot. The first the first two episodes of the second season have been okay. I'm glad my man came in, played by Fifty Cent out. Even though they're making the villain now, which kind of sucks, because I kind of run the roof for him. But you know, it's cool. I, I, the show is pretty awesome. I love the show. I think it make, it makes me think. Maybe Empire be more, be better, and more. um, Maybe more realistic, or if it was on a cable, a cable channel like HBO or Stars. So that's what that's what I think about when I I watch Power. I'm like, man, maybe maybe Empire would be better if it was on a channel like this. Because Power has a lot more rope. Like, Like, like Empire's on a on a short leash. You know, they can't curse. You know, like Terrence Howard's mad because they can't say nigga on um, Empire, so, and I think Tennis Howard's horrible, <laughs> that's another thing about Empire that I'm like, I think Empire should have started Jimmy Fox, but yeah, man, that's all i got to say for Power right now, um, episode three is this Saturday, I'm going to watch it, with all my happiness, all my joy, another show that I just got finished watching now, it's Game of Thrones, season ended, fifth season ended, and spoilers about to happen. A lot of spoilers. So if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you should turn off the podcast right about now. Jon Snow died. <laughs> Jon Snow died. <clears throat> I'm very upset. For many reasons. Not because he died as a favorite character. But because... Why? Like, why kill Jon Snow? I understood. Like, the first season, we killed Ned Stark. And yeah, it was a sh- it was shocking, and it was like wow, this is amazing. The show anything can happen in the show. Killing off Rob Stark in season three? And his mom. Okay, that makes sense. You know, like changes things up. No one's safe. We understand that no one's safe on the show. We understand it. We understand this show is not about certain characters. It's much. It's, it's like The Wire in that way. It's not about the characters. It's about the. It's about the story. The story is more important than the characters. But there's nothing about. the Jon Snow's death—that seems to, at least at phase level, that seems to better to better the story. How is this? How is this a betterment of the story? Ned Stark dying was probably necessary because now we got to see all, all all the kids separate and it pretty much broke up the entire the entire kingdom. Like you know, Joffrey's the king. We see Joffrey's just crazy. That made that made us realize that Joffrey is just not a good king. Like the net Stark death did that. The, the death of Robb Stark and Catelyn Stark told us, "Hey, do not trust them Bolton's man. Do not trust these dudes. Do not trust. <laughs> don't trust them. They shady." And now we, we we get to see that live out as we see Ramsay and we see all these crazy people that, that that's around there. What about killing Jon Snow is for the betterment of the story? I know we're gonna base the story on these crazy ass uh nights watchmen because they suck. I hate watching every scene with them in it unless Jon Snow's around. So now we have to watch them dudes without Jon Snow. I'm not for it. Not for it. And if, if, if there's like stuff on the internet saying that that Jon Snow's body may be um like, like, his soul may go into his dog ghost, or he'll be revived uh, by the Red Witch because she just came into the um, into the wall, whatever. But we never seen her bring someone back to life. We saw someone who believes in the same God that she does bring someone back to life, but never her. So I don't know, man. It's really, it's really sketchy. It's really, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> like when Stark died, it was exciting. When Rob Stark and Kaylin Stark died, it was exciting. It was like, okay, this show was—it was intriguing. It brought intrigue to the show. Jon Snow death just brings confusion. Like, why? What just happened? Why would you do that? You know, that's, that's what that was. So, but you know, maybe it's all for the better. Better good of the story. Maybe it makes the show even stronger going forward. I don't see how. I don't see how right now. So yeah, um, that's all I'm going to talk about for Game of Thrones. Arya is blind. Theon is no longer is is finally woke up from being Reek and actually saved Sansa. Um what else happened? Um Stannis was rightfully killed by Brienne. Shout out to Brienne, she's awesome. Um what else happened in the show? Cersei was naked for a long time. That was a really uncomfortable scene. Like she was really it was really uncomfortable watching her walk down the street and be caught a whore and and we yelled shame, shame, shame. Like it's uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable scene. Not for that. But yeah, it was a it was a cool it was a cool season finale, I guess. You know. It got the shock value they wanted. So maybe that was the whole purpose of shock value at this point in the show. I don't know, but if it keeps going this route, man, Mad Men is definitely gonna leapfrog it, is my fifth favorite show. Like it's definitely gonna happen. This show keeps going this direction, like it's just gonna start Doing random stuff. Like why? Um. What else is going on, man? The Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup. I talked about it briefly. Talk about it, talk about it real briefly. Tomorrow, Thursday, uh, June eighteenth, twenty fifteen is gonna be the parade in downtown Chicago. Your boy might stop by. Ain't nothing like a good old <laughs> a good old afternoon. Thursday afternoon drunk fest. You know. <laughs> like it's gonna be entertaining, man. I mean, I drove by the parade in twenty fifth in twenty ten, and it, it was just chaos. Like, I can only imagine how it's gonna be next year. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, tomorrow, it's gonna be crazy, man. Um, I wish the Bulls and the Bears and the Cubs would join the party, you know, and win some championships here in, um, in the twenty first century with the with the Sox and the Blackhawks, you know. They're lonely right now, man. They're lonely right now. But yeah, man. So uh, that's pretty much... Is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Let me think. Anything else want to talk about you guys. Oh. What am I listening to right now? I am currently listening to one of my favorite albums of all time. Common. His album entitled B. I think if you've not heard that album... If you are underappreciating that album, go check it out, man. It's like 13, 11, 13, tracks. It's a quick listen. No more than like an hour and a half of your time. And it's greatness. It's greatness. Common at his best. Kanye's Kanye West production at its best. Great album. Great album. Um, yeah, man. I'll be back soon. I'm gonna try to do these more often, more, more regularly. But you know, your boy, your boy busy. I'm I'm working I'm, I'm I'm doing radio for my school. Busy guy, but this comes first in my eyes. I want to build this brand, I ninety Media, and really, and really change the scope of media out there. You know, I'm tired of, I'm tired of, of of of, um, of commentators and journalists and analysts and broadcasters all being muted. You know, like I look at, I look at uh, publications and, and media outlets like Vice. And I admire them, and, and the Young Turks, and I admire them because they they built a brand that stands by itself; it doesn't need help by anybody else. The advice is on HBO now, but like the Young Turks is the biggest news program on the internet, and um, and they have they have movie channels, they have sports channels, they have so many different channels on YouTube alone, and they build this brand that's so strong and so powerful. Vice has done the same, and I wanted Grantland to do the same, but ESPN and, it, and the NFL muted Bill Simmons, and now Grantland is is pretty much is pretty much part of, it's just the ESPN entity now. And now Bill Simmons is out here, one of the greatest media minds ever, in my opinion, out here looking for a job, and it sucks. And I I don't want that when I get older, you know, I started college late, and I'm saying I'm 24 years old. Into my senior year of college, and I want to get my get my my, my bachelor's right here in um, in broadcast communications. You know, I want to be involved in radio. I'm doing this podcast. I'm blogging constantly. I'm writing for the paper at the school. I'm trying to get as new internships as possible so I can better this brand and build this brand and know what to do when it comes to building a, a media brand and 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 involving things like this. I want I want to have my own radio channel. I want to have my own TV channel. I want to have my own websites and and do things on a multi-media way, you know what I'm saying? On a multi-media, multi-topical top, uh, platform, you know? I'm not trying to do one thing. I'm not, I'm not trying to be stagnant. Today's media is very stagnant, you know? Like, like CNN and MSNBC and all these you know, all these big brands are so reliant on the digital wave. I want the digital wave and everything else to be reliant on me and what, and what my brand does and what the people I have around me do I, I want us to do the best I want us to be heard you know so now we're going into, into the dog days of sports you know it's all baseball right now not, 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 not a big baseball fan right here but you know we, we're going to get through it together we're going to get through it together I'm going to try to keep doing one of these things every week I took like a three week hiatus I'm sorry about that never again I'm, 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 tr- I'm, I'm going to half promise you because I really enjoy this. I want to get better at this. This is still the early stages of my podcasting game. I'm still, I'm still stuttering like crazy, but you know, it's gonna be gravy, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be all good. And also, I want to announce, I'm going to drop my top 50 rappers of all time list very soon. I'm not sure when, maybe, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks, but very soon, I'm gonna drop it on this podcast. It's gonna be epic. You know, so, uh, hold your head high, LeBron. You still, still the second best player of all time. You're still rich. Don't cry over, over uh, a finals loss. And definitely congratulations to the Warriors. You guys deserved it. And, um, I think this was a great podcast. I hope you guys did, too. Deuces, I'm out. Oh, man, I forgot one of the most important things, man. Yesterday would have been the 44th birthday for one of the greatest... Influences in the history of hip-hop culture, Tupac and Marvel Shakur, rest in peace Pac, man you missed, by hip-hop, by the world, Biggie Smalls is still the greatest rapper of all time, don't get it twisted, <laughs> but man Pac is missed, all lies on me.